and the reality of that is, is like it takes adjustments on your own. You feel me? To be in a relationship where you are both allowing each other to grow, it takes a level of you can only do it in being spiritually forward. And there's no, there's no way. There's no other way you can really do that and be comfortable within yourself without having uh, your own foundation set where you're growing to. Welcome to My Spiritual Friends from Worthy Well, the podcast that's here to affirm and inspire you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Shelby Renee Giles. Grab some tea and settle in as I dive deep into the stories behind the spiritual awakenings and numinous experiences of people from all walks of life and how those experiences changed how they see and care for themselves and the world around them. We're here to normalize your spiritual experiences in the physical realm, one story at a time. Come out of your spiritual closet with us. Hey y'all, welcome back. We took a little bit of a break in the midst of our short summer season. I hope that you all have been journeying well and continuing to love yourselves through the ebb and flow of this human experience we're all having together as spiritual beings. So this episode actually brings us to our season finale, and I really couldn't think of a better way to cap off this season than to delve into one of my favorite conversations to have on the podcast. So if you've had the opportunity to listen to season one of the podcast, then you know that I had on two really beautiful couples who were so gracious to come on and explore in conscious conversation their partnership you know, through a spiritual lens. And this season is no different. You know, we have a really, really beautiful conversation for you all in this episode. And I am so, so grateful for this couple for agreeing to be on the podcast and just sharing so vulnerably about their decades-long journey together. So I am talking about Dominique and Jiminelle Malone. So before we get into the conversation, let me tell you a little bit about them in case you don't already know. For San Diego-born and bred R&B singer, multi-instrumentalist, and producer Jiminelle, music and healing are one and the same. She shares that, I hope my music creates a space for others to be able to look at themselves with compassion and deep acceptance. I want people to feel comfortable with where they're at in their journey. Jiminelle delved deeper into her artist community back home and her wellness-focused Mantra Loop series. Mantra Loop's album and ongoing virtual meditation series elevates the universal teachings and affirmations that have always been embedded in Jiminelle's music. She shares that this is specifically designed for us to heal and to grow. With Mantra Loop's volume two in the works, as well as collaborations with Ted, Girl Trek, Tony Jones, and Lizzie Jeff, Geminelle continues to spread light through music and through the curation of wellness-centered spaces through her and her husband's co-founded company, Arise Wellness. Now a little about Dominique. James Dominique Malone, CEO of the nation's top agency, Tunnel Vision Creative Agency, is on a mission to redefine the global narrative through art, culture, and media. As the leading well-being teacher in the education industry, he also drives Arise Wellness, enhancing individual, community, and workspace quality with unmatched mindfulness tools. 
Raised with a rich pro-Black heritage, Dominique champions Black creatives, bridging them with high-impact brands, and reshaping contemporary arts narrative. Author of Being is Believing, Volume 1, he guides readers to their authentic selves. Dive in for inspiration, empowerment, and a transformative journey with Dominique, the visionary leading art and well-being's future. All right. Really grateful to be able to close out season two with these two. And by the way, be sure to stay connected with me, with WorthyWell, by joining our email list uh, where you will get our self-devotional each month, which is where I share a collective message a curation of high vibe music that complements the message along with the journal prompts, book recommendations, and some ways to nourish yourself. So you can use the link in the bio to sign up, join the list there. And as always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. All right, let's dive in. Hey y'all, so good to see you. Yo. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. How are y'all feeling? Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Life is good. Everything groovy. Mm-hmm. Good. In a, yeah, yeah. In a flowing, flowing, flowing. Seasons, you know, seasons. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm observing the seasons. Everything can't be summertime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Although in LA. <laughs> It's like, ah, is, is, there, right. is there actually, more summer than than not? I'm still learning. Yeah, I'm still I learning. Mean, so. sure. There's definitely, I thought like there's definitely more hot days than there are cold days. Yeah. Opposite of East Coast. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so good to see y'all. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I love talking with, or even just coming across people who are in partnership and you can just tell it's a very intentional partnership and it's something I'm really passionate about just having more conversations about. So thank you for being open and for agreeing to come on the podcast and just share your story. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah no thank you for having us. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's always good to do interviews and conversations because it kind of gives you like a self-reflection you know you get to see like oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah hearing back like oh that's what i think okay cool. that's so true that is so true yeah yeah (laughs) so i love to always you know give listeners a little glimpse into how i meet my guests and i actually met Mm -hmm. you all almost almost exactly a year ago actually i think it's been almost exactly a year um and you all were so gracious to let me, a stranger, accompany my friend Lauren to your home for a little kind of housewarming vibe as you were. I think at, mm-hmm. around that time, you all were just um, kind of settling into L.A. Yeah. And so anyway, I was just so, you know, taken by your hospitality and just the vibe that you all now I know always mm-hmm. create, you know, whenever you bring people together <laughs> And so, um, yeah, just gratitude for that. And, and that's how we met. And I got to spend a little time with y'all a couple weeks ago for Jim and Al's uh, video release for I Forgive Myself and I Release, which is incredible. If you have not had a chance to watch that, just please do. Because um, it's just, wow. I mean... The song alone is is so incredible, but putting that, you know, story and visual to it is just amazing. So it was a pleasure to, you know, get to witness that as well. Mm. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good night. That video is definitely super powerful. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into our conversation. Um, I would love to actually get a little bit about each of your individual 
you know, spiritual journeys first and then kind of mm-hmm. bring it together, you know, and talk about spirituality or your partnership through the lens of spirituality and how you have evolved, you know, together over the years and what you've learned. And so let's start with you, Jim and now. Um, starting from the very beginning, what did spirituality look like for you as a child growing up? How did it show up in your life? Mm, that's a beautiful question. When I think about like growing up, what spirituality looked like for me, uh, I was raised in a household with a very deeply spiritual father. Mm. And, um, I just always felt like there was just so much magic that surrounded him. And that's, I think, my first introduction to like what spirit really was. And I was to see him tap into like this deep intuition, this deep knowing of, and just like understanding of like the energy around him um, from just like being able to predict things to like when people were going to show up or just like knowing you know, if someone was coming to the house and I would always just be so amazed by this idea that like someone could be so tapped in that they just know what's happening next or like this idea of premonition. (laughs) And um, I remember as a kid having really deep dreams and seeing things in those dreams that felt real and then experiencing them um, later on in like, you know, a couple weeks or a month or something and just being like, wow, this is like this deja vu moment. Um, And so I guess without knowing that this was like my spirit, my spiritual journey, um, that was my first introduction into spirituality. And I do think like somewhere along the way, um, I got clouded by like other folks' ideas of this magic that I was experiencing Mm -hmm. and felt like a lot of that was dimmed. and then, you know, later on in life, I had started going to this church. And when I was at the church, like the teachings just never really sat 100% right with me because I knew there was a deeper magic. Mm-hmm. And um, I would ask these questions about how that magic kind of like worked within this church system. And it was always kind of like, well, you can't trust that or you, you shouldn't listen to that or, you know, and I, I always felt like there was something um, interesting about those kinds of teachings. And so I kind of started on a, I guess, second spiritual journey of my own um, and figuring out what uh, that magic was and how I could tap back into it and remember it from growing up. And that's when my dad and I actually got really close because I'd start asking him questions about like, well, what do you mean when you say you're meditating? Like, what does that mean? And what does that look like? What does that feel like? And how do you predict these things? Or you know, and he'd always be like, I have friends in high places. <laughs> uh, that was like his, his story. Mm-hmm. I have friends in high places and they tell me things, you know, or like I was talking to my angels or I was astral projecting and I learned this. And, you know, I was always so curious about his journey and how that related to like the overall overarching idea of spirituality in the spiritual realm. And so my dad and I got real close. I started asking all these questions and he would remind me of things that he taught me when I was a kid and just like, um, you know, tapping into my intuition, tapping into my stillness, like listening to, you know, just those little voices that were telling me that this is right or this is wrong, those feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that that was kind of like my second awakening was just like really tapping into remembering what I was learning as a kid and what I witnessed as a kid and and being able to experience the magic of spirituality. yeah, wow. I'd say that's kind of like the reawakening. <laughs> wow, that's such a special journey. That's such a special experience to have. Um, it took me a very long time to make the connection between, I guess, the religion that I grew up with and my spiritual gifts. And so I love that you grew up with this, you know, sounds like a beacon of light (laughs) Mm -hmm, absolutely (laughs) where you just had this glowing example of what that looked like and you had it still there waiting for you when you were ready to you know dive deeper into it so that's really beautiful i love that yeah her dad her dad was super super uh 
tapped in is the word, but like just embody, like mm-hmm. the spirit embodied. You feel me? Like fully integrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't fu- always call some spirit forward. And I, I just spirit love that forward. interpretation mm-hmm. of that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Spirit forward. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so when you delved back into this spirituality that you knew growing up or, you know, started learning more about it. Were there any challenges or obstacles around staying true to that? And I'm wondering also Mm. like what, around what age you were when you were like, you know what, this feels true to me. I'm leaning back into this. Mm -hmm. Were there people in your life that made things a little more challenging to to actually lean into that or or was it just you know a period in your life where you had that freedom and were unapologetic essentially about it yeah yeah I would say um there was definitely a period where it was like challenging to tap into that spirituality and I think it was just like I would talk about my dreams or I would talk about my spiritual experiences and people would be like, girl, that's weird. Or like, you know, like that feels like bad juju or, you know, kind of like uh, condemning some of my experiences. And I think that at a particular point I was impressionable enough to be like, well, then I need to figure out something different. But I think when I started to figure out something different, I've strayed so far away from my personal center mm-hmm. um, that I was like very off balance in in life. You know, mm-hmm. um, I would say that that's young adulthood, like in the early twenties and stuff like that. I would say I kind of like started hitting a rock bottom emotionally, energetically, mm-hmm. just kind of leaning into like being impressionable and trying to people please and fit in and all of that. And um, you know, I would say I kind of tapped back in because of hitting my rock bottom first and being like, well, this isn't working, you know, um, and trying to find um, trying to find God again, trying to find a higher power mm-hmm. again and something to ground me and to center me. Um, and then I guess that kind of led me into the church, which then like created like a whole other off center kind of <laughs> balance of things, like a lot of really good teachings and a lot of great lessons. And um, a lot of me realizing I could connect individually with a higher power. Um, but once I was tapped back in with the higher power, I realized I was like way deeper in than a lot of the people that I was like going mm. to church with. Um, and so when I would have these, like these dreams, these uh, prophecies, I guess, you know, it was kind of like, it was still being condemned and being like, you, you know, you can't, you can't trust those things because it's coming from you. And I'm like, but if I'm a reflection of God, then I am God and I have God's gifts. So why can't I trust myself? Mm-hmm. And you're, why are you telling me I can't trust myself? Um, so that was kind of like really what got me back into being like there's something else. There's something deeper yeah. um, than this understanding that we have and this, this kind of like these Western teachings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of started doing some research of my own and just trying to figure out, not even research. It was more like inner work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like where, like what feels true to me? What feels honest to me? What feels divine? What feels right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started doing that, I would say, I don't know, probably about 25 I think Dom and I had just kind of started dating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just about 10 years ago, Dom really was like the one who kind of encouraged me to keep going on that path mm-hmm. and not being like, you're weird for thinking like this, but like you're onto mm-hmm. something, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I agree. I see, I see the same spirit that you see, mm-hmm. you know, and to follow that. So yeah. Say I've been, been on this journey about 10 years now. Wow. Wow. I love that. And obviously music is a huge part of your life. Um, how long has that been a love of yours or just something that you knew you wanted to, you know, pursue? And did your spiritual journey kind of lead you to music or did it shape a love for music that already existed? Mm. Yeah, I would say it's the latter. It's definitely like I had music since I was little. Mm -hmm. um, And 
I always loved creating music. That's always been my passion. It wasn't like singing wasn't the passion. It was like, I like to create mm-hmm. art from this gift. And uh, my spiritual journey, I think, was what ended up shaping the music. Because I first, you know, my music was definitely a reflection. But my music has always been a reflection of my experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, some of those good, some of those bad. And I think having the vehicle to express myself and to kind of like process my emotions, you know, it's always been really therapeutic to have music as a tool for that. And I started to realize that, you know, you could, I could also manifest through music. I could Mm -hmm. also visualize through music. I could use the vibration of music to heal. Um, And I really learned that I was reading this book called the music lesson Mm -hmm. and the music lesson really embodies this idea of spirit and music combined and a lot of the teachings in that book are things that I learned from my dad when I was a kid, you know? And so it was like, kind of like this, this beautiful bridge of understanding that the spiritual teachings that I had experienced from my father's leadership, I was able to see through this book in the music lesson and realize that music was the same vehicle um, to transform spirit. Wow. You know, this whole energy field, you know, that music embodies is the same is the same energy field that spirit uh, occupies. And so mm-hmm. that was kind of like a really, it was like a really clarifying moment to me where I was like, oh, these two things exist in the same playing field. And if I want to strengthen spirit, like I can do that through music. Um, and so that's kind of where like, you know, mantra loops and some of the other music that's kind of, it's very like visualization forward, I think mm-hmm. comes from. I like that. Wow. Wow. That's such a beautiful way to explain it. And I'm definitely going to look up that book. Yes. (laughs) Actually, when you mentioned um, the name of it, it reminded me, I have this lamp that I found at a thrift store years and years and years ago. It must have been like 10 years now. And it's actually a trumpet that was turned into a lamp. But the base of the lamp is actually two books. And when you said the name Mm. of it, I was like, wait, is that the name of the book that's attached to my trumpet lamp (laughs) i'm not sure i'm not sure whether it is or not but now i'm like i need to go home and check because i've never they they are music books like they the books are about music but i never paid much attention to what they actually were so now i need to go look when i get home Mm. that'd be pretty cool if it is i think that'd be like, that would be crazy. definitely affirmation that you need that yes, book in your life clearly i might need to detach it from the lamp and read it right? yeah. <laughs> sounds like this has always just been the base to my lamp um yeah but yeah that's cool. thank you for sharing that thanks so much mm-hmm. yeah so let's actually turn it over to dominique now and delve into a little bit of your spiritual journey mm-hmm so what was spirituality to you when you were growing up? How did it show up in your life as a child? Mm, great question. I think it, uh, I was raised in a, a very like prayer filled, God uh, forward uh, household. And we went to church all the time. Not all the time. We went to church on a good, a good routine. I used to be an usher. In the church and my mom was always like yo we gotta go to church but you gotta be a part of it you can't we can't just sit in the pews like mm-hmm. you gotta do something like you either go to choir you could be an usher and the usher was dope because i got to uh uh hear all the music i, I got to like stand up and and be by the door when the music mm-hmm. was popping so it's mm-hmm. like oh this is, this is fun and then we and then as a kid you know you didn't really rock with the lessons all the way so you just we got to leave during the lesson part mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. the sermon <laughs> part and so it was like fun but um my, my grandma's also very like God, God, everything. You mean she's like, you gotta pray, baby. You gotta pray, baby. Like God, she always says the same thing. Oh, I got the phone. God, God could do anything. Just pray, just pray, just mm-hmm. pray. So um, yeah, I come from a household where like spirituality was manifested or at least expressed through Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was also beyond Christianity, just like the understanding that like. God was intertwining everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think uh, as I got older, I'm trying to discover my own path. I stopped going to church as much my college age. It just wasn't sitting the same way. And then one day I decided I'm going to read the Bible for myself. 
that's where it really that's where it really started mm-hmm. that's where it really started i was like yo i'm not at church you know it, it cool cool but like this is like three hours out of my day which i'm not feeling like the full three hours is like something i need you feel me like i'll go and be in the music and be like i could go now sometimes a lesson be popping something wouldn't um but one day I was like, I'm gonna read this bi- this Bible from front to back to to myself, and uh, I probably got like a third through, mm-hmm. and I saw words in the Bible that I never seen anybody say in church, mm-hmm. like meditate, mm-hmm. and I was like, God was med- Jesus Jesus was meditating. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't never heard a pastor in my day. All my zero to 18 years of going to church every Sunday, ever heard a, ch- a, pa- a pastor say mm-hmm. that. And um, there was a lot of things in there that were uh, way more intricate and nuanced than like the broad stroke themes of yeah. like most church sermons. And then one day I remember I got into my mom because I was like, yeah, she, she's like, what's this meditating thing you doing? And I was like, she's like, you better watch out. And I was <laughs> like, hey, mom, I was like. That came out the book you be suggesting. You feel me? Like <laughs> she's like, what? I was like, that's. In, and she, I was like, yeah. And I was like, I said something about one day. Um, I, was, I heard I heard some ancestors talking. I was talking to my ancestors, or something like that. And she was like, oh, you better watch out all that stuff. You you get in college, you don't know what you're talking about. You need to go see somebody. I was like, nah, I don't. I was like, you need to read the Bible for yourself. Not saying you not, but if you interpret it and read outside what they're telling you to read, you'll find some interesting things. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta try this meditation stuff out." And that same time, this is when Deepak and Oprah were on their meditation duo mm-hmm. kick for like five years. Randomly, I came across, uh, I typed in meditation on YouTube, found something, and then um, Deepak and Oprah had something. Mm-hmm. So they they got me in the routine of meditating because they do twenty one day mm-hmm. challenges, and you would just meditate twenty. It was and they were like seventeen minutes. The first five minutes, seven minutes were like lesson. And then it was like, yo, now go and do this. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was such a good gateway into yeah. seeing who I was beyond my flesh, beyond my thoughts. Because the first meditation joint I picked up, it talked about stilling your mind. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, get to the place in your consciousness where they, I forgot what they call it, but something like the mundane or the daily thoughts are like no longer the loudest voice. Mm-hmm. It's like, quiet becomes the dominant space and i from that point you find a power in being able to separate yourself like your self with a capital s from everything else Mm -hmm. like the physical not just the physical meaning like the dense physical but the thought physical the emotional physical Mm -hmm. and uh that really put me on something where i was like you come out of it with a deep observation of you and you're like how was i just observing me you know and from that, like I went down the, I'm I'm a uh, like a a geek at heart when it comes to information. I love science. I love uh, I study chemistry, and chemistry is deeply spiritual too. Chemistry mm-hmm. is a uh, um, the ABCs of life. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like so, you get to see the breakdown of life and how things are formed from one thing and they double, and how cells double. And you're like, how did one cell become two? It made itself, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, oh, that same thing with spirit. Like mm-hmm. we're all just different variations of spirit. So a cell could replicate itself and create more cells. God's the most high, the infinite, the supreme being separated itself to make more experiences, more of itself and different from trees, to plants, to us, to glasses, whatever we create too. Yeah. But one thing that really got me deep though, and I, I'll wrap this up with this because I want people to know this part too. Um, being on my pro-black shit really taught me a deeper level of spirituality. Mm-hmm. Because it taught me to appreciate black culture, which will always lead you back to indigenous cultures, mm-hmm. which will then lead you back to Africa. Mm. Everywhere I go, I try to find like what I call like the root people, the people who are just like on a African consciousness, African center, Afrocentric people. Mm-hmm. They got the best diets. They understand how to maneuver mentally above most things. Like it's a beautiful gym within every black community when you find that group of people. Um, but one of my homegirls, she was like, you got to come to the temple. And at that point in time, I wouldn't act open-minded about no temples. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm straight. You know what I mean, like, I'm not going to no white temple. Like any, anything I'm going to is going to be called the church. You feel me? Like if I'm going to step back in some, some type of facility, you feel me? But, um, 
I was a photographer. I'm still a photographer, but that was my my main career at the time. And she's like, yo, we need some pictures taken at the temple, Wooty Whoop. And I was like, well, what, what's going on? She's like, oh, it's like a, a group of black women doing like, who do like womb healing, mm-hmm. but they want to do like some like marketing type photo shoots for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up for that. The temple was a school. It was mm-hmm. a legit K through 12 oh, wow. school. And it was, I was a dean. Um, I've been a dean of multiple schools in New York, developed curriculum. I've been teaching and doing that stuff for mm-hmm. a long time. Never seen a school this orderly. Oh, wow. And not the order where it's like there's a there's a disciplinarian over the kid's head, but there's like they're in their own order. Mm. And I'm like, yo, what is this? You feel me? Wow. And um, it was different. They have the kids were eating vegan food. They had meditation classes. These are all black kids. You feel me? Like wow. in, in in Brooklyn, in like Flatbush, Brooklyn. You feel me? I'm like, what's going on? So she recommended a book to me. I didn't read till like six, seven years later called Medunetir. Some people call it Medunetir. But mm-hmm. um, that book talks about the order of creation, talks about the faculties of the human spirit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like what is spirit as a system? And then it allows you to see all the different parts um, that we may call God in one term, but God is like a, a magnificent, he's like a CEO of life, mm-hmm. you feel me? So mm-hmm. it's like different pieces in there that you could, and that is you as well. So it taught me different pieces of mm-hmm. myself where I'm like, oh, I could tap into that piece. I could like do that piece. I could like, I could use that tool. I could get in this area of life. So that really opened me up. And from mm-hmm. there, I, I use spirit for everything now, for business, I use it creation everything like it's everything wow that's yeah. incredible sorry for the long that's a long explanation no but, that's in- it's know. incredible because when you shared about the temple and you know your your background having been a dean you know at multiple schools i think it's beautiful that you were led into a school environment because it's like spirit knew that you would appreciate and understand it in that context you know so i think that's really cool Mm. And that you received that. Mm. I never thought about that correlation before. Mm. That that definitely took the walls down because mm. I, I had my walls <laughs> up. Like, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think that came up because I I recently started reading um, the book Journey of Souls, Journey of Souls, or Journey to Yeah, Journey of Souls, and um, mm. it's like from the '90s, but it talks about uh, it's basically a bunch of case studies and interviews about um, people's past life experiences. It's, it's almost, I guess you could call mm. it a bunch of past life regressions in a way, but um, it's all their like in-between experiences. And a lot of the interviews are people talking about how when they do get back to the spirit realm, they are shown things in a way where it ties back to their previous life so that they understand it in the spirit realm kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. this one man was like, you know, why does your why do your surroundings look like Greece? And he was like, well, because a lot of my past lives were in Greece or whatever. There were like these big columns mm. and stuff. So anyway, it just reminded me of mm. that when you were telling that that story. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful too. Because I, I was uh, reading a, a book recently and it said uh, the same book. By the way, I kind of like keep that book like as a not a thumb through when I just need to watch like learning mm-hmm. some more stuff. It's so dense, you could read it a million times but um it said uh eternal life is when a uh is when a spirit goes to its next level but remembers its personality mm. so it's like yeah we have the ability to at the height of our human experience our spiritual experience you know through whatever journey we take we wish that if we reach the height of it in this life form um one of the gifts or one of the things you take with you is you remember who you were mm. when you when you walk into your next life and that's the definition of eternal life not exactly oh wow yeah like you remembering this and then going on and i was like oh i could see how that could happen i could see how you can move on next and still remember like i've seen somebody do that before wow that shit was crazy that is crazy <laughs> brother was talking brother was talking about his past life like it was yesterday and, wow. and he was convinced i put it like that he was it wasn't like he knew what he was experiencing. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, my dad used to do that too. Yeah. Oh, about wow. it. He was like, forget what he said. He's he's like, you know, I'm like 200 something years old. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful gift. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It definitely seems like something that is just a lot more familiar to folks who have been here so many times. And they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, (laughs) that's my my best life. You know, I used to be this and do this, you know. So I love that. I always tell Jim, well, I I, I I say it to you sometimes, I don't know. I buy you. It's my last rotation. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm done with Earth after this. You feel me? I'm like, I'm ready, I'm ready for the next challenge. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and then yeah, like the lives that y'all have had together too. You know, mm-hmm. is a whole other thing. Like your lives with other people. Other you know. Yeah, and speaking of which, that's actually a great segue into mm-hmm. talking about you all's partnership through the lens of your each of your spiritual journeys. And mm. I know the book uh, Spirit of Intimacy, you know, talks about the mm. coming together of two people creating its own spirit, you know, and so oh, I'd love good. to talk about, you know, partnership from that perspective. Um, but just for mm. fun, let's start with how you two met. How did you actually meet? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give the story to Jim. <laughs> sure. Um, we started off as teammates. We ran track together oh, when wow. we were very young, twelve and thirteen. Wow. Um, he was my first, my first boyfriend. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> he, he, followed, he followed me to the long jump pit and became a great long jumper. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, but yeah, but we we had a little summer, a little summer uh, romance, I guess, as as young teens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know we went our separate ways when he went to high school, but the way that he handled himself as a young man, I always respected. Mm-hmm. He was very honest. Mm-hmm. He, it's like, I, you know, I'm going to high school. I want to keep my options open. And I just respected the transparency and honesty mm-hmm. so much that it created a pathway for us to continue to be friends, mm-hmm. um, to continue to be supporters of one another. Um, yeah. And we've had, we've had a few cycles in life where life has brought us back together to explore if we were meant for partnership and mm-hmm. You know, the timing wasn't right then. And then mm-hmm. this last time around, we came back and we were throwing a, a party together, a New Year's <laughs> Eve party to celebrate his return to San Diego after three years of having been gone. Wow. And, um, you know, during that time of planning the party and just like working together, mm-hmm. we really found like a deeper relationship beyond our friendship, mm-hmm. um, beyond the romance, but like this purpose to bring people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happened with a lot of ease and like, you know, it was a beautiful, beautiful synergy that we created. And um, I would say that we fell back in love, like party planning together. I love it. <laughs> and I feel like still to this day, that's one of the most epic parties we've ever thrown. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah, it was like some there was some catalyzing energy to that party, that particular mm-hmm. party. I love that. Mm-hmm. And you really 100%. you really do see it when you all bring people together. Like you really do create this just um, really special space, you know, or cipher mm-hmm. or I don't even know what to call it, but it it's very much like this shared, you know, connection that you get to witness <laughs> that everybody gets to ben- benefit from, you know? So I love that that sure. is a huge part of how you all on the most pivotal leg of your of your journey coming into partnership that last time was was a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. No, for sure. I think it's a uh, I abide by a few spiritual rules that I think embodies exactly what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And one of those is like everything is meant to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um I think um, just a little caveat, but I think sometimes we get a little lazy with life and think that we're just supposed to like, um, like freedom is not guiding your willpower, just like just doing anything. Mm-hmm. But I would say this, like, like you experience where you're like, yo, us doing things together um, and creating these spaces and these ciphers for people to come into and exist and be themselves, et cetera. I think that's one of the, like the guiding anchoring themes of our relationship Mm. that keep us together too. Mm. I think most relationships, 
Uh, I couldn't imagine being in a relationship where all you did was watch TV and have sex with a person. <laughs> like it's like y'all want TV, Jamaica, uh, back home work. You feel me? Like I think about like how for me how boring that would get eventually. Mm-hmm. But I think what keeps us unified is that we both have our individual mm-hmm. missions, but then there's like a collective mission. Yeah. And the collective mission brings us back to the table to start planning again together and figuring out the next move together and then we get to join in a different kind of way than just like just being romantic or just kicking mm-hmm. it or just being friends like like legit life partners you feel me like the partnership has an intention over it you know? mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's so beautiful so beautiful mm-hmm. and you know since you all have known each other for so long you know not a lot of people in partnership have the pleasure of saying that they've known each other for so long although you know from a spiritual perspective you can know each other in (laughs) other ways for a long time um what has it been like to witness one another evolve because i'm sure from when you were on the track you know as teens from to now you've changed a lot in beautiful ways and you've gotten to witness one another, you know, change. And so actually I would love to hear from both of you on that, um, what it's been like to watch one another evolve. Mm, Really beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say for Dom, like Dom's always been someone who stood out, just like always against the grain, very individual, Mm -hmm. does his own thing. That's what I've always been attracted to about him is just he knows himself and he moves in his like, I know myself, Mm -hmm. you know, he moves in that very confidently. Mm -hmm. But I think what's really beautiful is it's been, I mean, it's like 22 years we've known each other, right? Mm -hmm. And... I still get surprised by who he is because he's constantly evolving and growing mm-hmm. and open to experiencing new things and trying new things. And I love how our lives aligned because when I thought about like the type of partner that I wanted, a lot of a lot of it is what Dom reflects. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know I was gonna get it from Dom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like not like growing up, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't know that um, he was gonna reflect all of those different pieces yeah um like what like what? like uh like i always wanted somebody who like loved going to the beach and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like didn't think i would ever get that uh, in a black man <laughs> from my experiences <laughs> and you know dom goes to the beach more than i do mm-hmm. now and so i'm like all right I've got, got my beach partner mm-hmm. you know i've got a creative partner mm-hmm. um which was also something that surprised me especially since he was on the science path um, for him to leave chemistry and then become a photographer, mm-hmm. become a mm-hmm. become a creator of life. Just like I see him really creating pathways for other individuals. Yeah. Those are all things that like came as complete, total shock mm-hmm. to me. And, you know, it's it's really beautiful being with somebody who is so open to evolving, you yeah. know, all the time. Like, it's like, I get a new partner pretty much every year, but it's the mm. same. It's at the same core mm-hmm. uh, who he who he really is at the at the at the core of it. He's the same person, but I get to experience like new chapters of life all the time, yeah. um, and I think that's that's what makes it really fun and exciting. And <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's dope. I love it. That's dope. Yeah. What about you? Okay, so now tell me about me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the question again yeah what what is it like to witness Jiminelle's evolution over Mm. over all of these years that you all you all have known each other yeah I think it's dope it's it's super fun it's super fun it's like uh I think uh part of it sits in the way that I choose to see her where I'm like I think I have to make room for her growth every day so I choose not to I make a conscious attempt as much as I can, which is usually a good percentage, probably at this probably this age now, in this stage, probably like 98%. I'd like, agree with that. Yeah, to see her <laughs> new, to see her for who she is every day. Like, people be like, you've known her for so long. Isn't that cool? I'd be like, yeah, I, I meet her every day. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, just straight mm-hmm. up. Like, I choose to meet her every day. The same way I choose to, and she is open to and respects my growth 
I look at her the same way where I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to see who she becomes. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I'm just open to it. Um, I mean, one thing that strikes me about Jim Noah that is super cool is her music because I've been watching Jim Noah perform since she was 13. Oh, wow. And there mm-hmm. isn't a performance I've, I've seen consecutively, like one, seen one and then the next one that's on the same level. Mm-hmm. Like literally mm-hmm. there is a constant level of, uh, new level of excellence reached every time mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think that's i think that shit's so cool like literally since like, we were 13 i go to like almost all her performances you feel mm-hmm. me and i'll i'll be there enthralled you feel mm-hmm. me like like it's the first time because like you see somebody who i think jim real skill is self-expression mm-hmm. i think music is the context which she in the gift she was given to express self-expression through but yeah her self-expression grows grows infinitely and then it, it gets mm. captured in the music and then it's like damn that's crazy you feel me like so yeah it's super dope it's so it's dope and then it's just dope just to see you you know what i mean just be mm-hmm. like oh, okay that's what she's doing right now like okay you know and and the reality of that is is like it takes adjustments on your own you feel me to mm-hmm. to be in a relationship where you are both allowing each other to grow mm-hmm. it takes a level of it, you you can only do it in uh being spiritually forward there's no mm-hmm. there's no way there's no other mm-hmm. way you can really do that and be comfortable within yourself without having your own foundation set where you're growing too yeah because then you will you will become quickly out of out of alignment with the person you mm-hmm. feel me that's right and you wouldn't understand why it's important to let god express itself through her and through me and the world is always growing i mean i the universe is still growing. The, the measurable universe is still growing from, from what they can measure. You mm-hmm. feel me? And it's like, you know, she don't stop. So, yeah. 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 I love <laughs> That's it. I love um, that you put it as God expressing itself through her. God expressing mm-hmm. itself through you. Like that, when you look at it that way, just like, why would you want to, you know, impede that or restrict that in in any way mm-hmm. so i just love that you both have that that space you know a safe space to really evolve and speaking of <laughs> evolving you all are <laughs> about to take on a whole new journey as um yep. parents <laughs> Yeah, straight up. Which you would never know if someone was actually watching the video because you literally cannot yeah. tell that Jimenelle's pregnant from the yeah. like waist up. I mean, from the like chest up, you can't tell. But yeah, I mean, how are y'all feeling about becoming parents? What are you What are you most looking forward to on that journey? Mm. Yeah, it's funny. We just talked about this the other day. Um, mm. But we're excited, the first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah, we're about to, we're raising a little soul already, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just like, I think that that's probably what I'm most excited about is just being able to share these experiences. Mm-hmm. I think about like the tools that I was equipped with when I was growing up and like having a spirit forward family mm-hmm. and like what that created for me. And I also think about how creatively forward we both are and how like we're going to be raising a seed in a creatively expressive very communicative very honest very vulnerable household Mm -hmm. and how Mm. i personally haven't really seen that and what the result of that could look like and so uh Mm. i'm excited to see who this little person is i'm also excited because you know, I believe the spirit chooses you. Mm. Um, they choose you as their as the family to to come up with and be raised by. Yeah. And so I'm interested to see like what lessons mm-hmm. come from raising this young mm-hmm. seed and what unlearnings and new learnings <laughs> I I gain from it. I'm just kind of like open to the whole experience of it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. No, I'm juiced. I'm pumped. I'm ready. <laughs> I think uh, I've always wanted to be a father. It's been, it's been my greatest uh, desire, my ultimate goal, you feel mm-hmm. me, is to be uh, a father. But I think now I understand that differently now than which I thought I understood it. Uh, I wrote a letter. When, back when you could write Facebook notes, these big notes on Facebook, mm-hmm. like literally you could write like, a, like an essay mm-hmm. and, and post it, like a blog. 
uh, it's like back 2006, and I, and I put the ultimate goal as fatherhood. And mm-hmm. I wrote like a, and I wrote like a, I tried to find it the other day. I was like, dang, Facebook, you're supposed to keep everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what it's, probably, it's probably there still somewhere. I, yeah, I hope so. I'm like, that was a, that was a great work, body of work. Anyways, um, the way I understand it now is uh, to be the, the father I want to be, I just got to keep being the best me. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I, and I think uh, that starts with the acknowledgement that I'm already great mm-hmm. and I'm already. Um, enough and i'm already doing what i'm supposed to be doing and and, and i think um the things i learned from my family are not some are things that i was told directly and but majority of it things i just saw Mm -hmm. you know i mean like Mm -hmm. i'm just like i'm like i i want to have a kid that sees us doing our thing you Mm -hmm. feel me so it's it's making me at this point restructure some things in life Mm -hmm. you feel Mm -hmm. me where it's like i'm about to be dom for it you feel Mm -hmm. me like because (laughs) i need a seed to see that um, their gift is their forefront priority, mm. you know, and like mm. what you were born to give is what you need to be cultivating for your entire existence, you know, mm. and that gift is going to help people. So I'm I'm excited to see how that manifests in reality. I think it's going to be. I think I think this child is going to come with its challenges uh, against formatted structures. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. me? I feel mm-hmm. like to raise a whole spirit. That spirit is going to be is going to make its own rules and its own boundaries. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And its own markers and has its own interpretation and so i'm like excited to grow because i know that's going to break some some uh molds down that i have existing yeah so i'm like all right shit, let's go for it the journey <laughs> gonna be interesting i'm i'm excited the journey to uh parent with jim mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be dope too i think we have a great partnership yeah uh so i think the child's gonna understand partnership gonna understand like like masculine feminine partnership mm-hmm. masculine feminine connectivity mm-hmm. you feel me i think that's gonna be cool for a kid to see that where it's like you know i'm a, I'm a like a a very masculine man but also i respect the the divine feminine that i am mm-hmm. too you know mm-hmm. but i know i like how i present the divine masculine and how i move in that like i like even down to the the things I enjoy, like loving combat and things of that nature, and then enjoying art and stuff, oh, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see a kid who who, who sees all of that too. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I think the kid gonna have some vocals too. Oh right yeah, <laughs> take my vocals. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yes. I'm excited for it. Yes, I can see the excitement mm-hmm. and you y'all's energy. I'm just I'm excited for you and. I know it's going to be just one of the most rewarding experiences of your lives, you know? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Big, time. Big time. Yeah. And speaking of kids or children, what would you all actually want to tell your younger selves, knowing what you know now about your spiritual journey? And you could even, you know, consider what you would want your, your little one to know. I would love to hear from each of you on on what that would look like. Mm. Yeah. Lately, I've been telling my like inner child to slow down, mm. slow down, be patient. I think that's like something like when I was, you know, a kid, I just wanted to grow up so fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that was part of where like, the people pleasing and mm-hmm. the all that came from because I was just like in a whirlwind all the time. Yeah. And so like, I think if I could tell my, my younger self something, it would be to just slow down and enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, slow down and appreciate and trust yourself. Yes. Trust yourself. Like, you know, things, even as a little person, I feel like, you know, things, yes. you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I would tell myself, and the youngin that we have, and you're the one, like, period. <laughs> like, you are the one. Don't forget it. Like, and everybody's the one. That's the truth of life. Everybody's the one. Everybody's like Neo from the Matrix, you know? Yes. Everybody's Jesus. Yes. Every, no, there's, everybody's the same. But I think yeah. I would love, I want that. I, w- I would tell myself that earlier. I think um, I would trust, I think that would cause me to trust in some of my decisions more, mm. some of my intuitive mood mm-hmm. more, some of my like, uh, I, I think uh, sometimes when I was raised in a home where, where we were taught to respectfully dominate, and I mean that in like, yo, go out there and, and, and be epic, you feel mm-hmm. me? Like, don't go, we're not, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it's, it's funny because today's age is, 
this is like taboo to say, but we're not out here for second place. Yeah. You feel me? Third or fourth, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> go get yours and let's, and let's make it a, come home with, with the goal, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, that mentality, if you don't match it with, you're the one, but also with, we're all the one, but yeah. with, you're the one you can feel like you being ahead is like survivor's guilt a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you see the field moving a little slower than you. Yeah. Yeah. It could cause you to pull up when you should be like leaning in. So I'm going to let the youngin know like, yo, all right, you know, you're going to be great, but like, like expanding your greatness mm-hmm. and, and it'll also pull the, the field up. If you, when you run track, this, this is a good full circle moment, uh, running track, <laughs> like you want to be in the fastest heat because it pushes you to be faster. Right. If you run in slow yeah. heats, you run slower times. Mm-hmm. So even if you're like getting pushed in the heats that where you know you're not going to win because you're the most, you're not the most fastest. You you'll probably hit your PR, mm-hmm. your personal record, because mm-hmm. you're moving with somebody who is creating a pace. You know, so mm-hmm. I would tell myself like, yo, yo, be in the sentence of your greatness and and be okay being the one. Yes, and uh, and, and just keep going, like keep striving. Don't let up. Like take your breaks when you need to, but like when you beasting, keep beasting. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's such a good one. It reminds me of um, I don't know if my mom knows that I took this as a life lesson and not just in the context of when she said this to me, but I remember when my mom was teaching me how to play spades and she told me, (laughs) she told me, don't hold your good cards, play to win. And so for whatever reason, that just always (laughs) stayed in my mind as a, as a life lesson, not just in Mm -hmm. spades. (laughs) And so it, it reminded me of that when you when you shared that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Play to win. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, thank you both for such a beautiful conversation. I'm so grateful mm. for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, this has just been amazing. And uh, before we go, I want to check in to see if there's anything you want to let listeners know about that y'all are working on right now. Yeah. Um, Jim and L's album, Montreal Volume 2, oh, is coming so out late summer. Yeah. It's a bop. Kind of early summer. Early summer? Yeah. Oh, nice. In the summer. <laughs> July is, is, is somewhere around July. But look out for Manchu's Volume Two single dropping in about a month. Wow! Keep tabs with her. Um, it's it's a it's a good it's a good sound. You are gonna be able to vibe, dance, hit your Afrobeat moves to it, do your house steps to it. You <laughs> know what I mean? So um, I'm so excited. Look out for Manchu's Volume Two. Yeah, I would say I would say that's the that's the one we're really diving into right now, mm-hmm. putting a lot of energy into. So and that's really coming up next. And um, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for that. And y'all keep coming too if you're in LA. Keep coming to Kinfolk, um, our creative kickback mm-hmm. that happens once a month. Yeah. And yeah. I would also yeah. say um, look out for our digital community. Oh, oh yeah. That's beautiful. Um, Inward Journey will be yeah. coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something that we've collectively poured our hearts into. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the life lessons that we've learned, some of the teachings that have um, helped us on our spiritual mm-hmm. journey, uh, on our personal well being journey. Uh, we brought it together to share with our community. So we it. are creating a digital community and that should be coming soon too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. I'm going to be looking out for all of it. And I am so excited about Mantra Loops Volume 2. Like, so excited. And knowing that it's going to be more upbeat and just, it very much ties into what you shared, Dominique, about Jim and evolution and like nothing ever being the same. And so I feel like that same vibe is going to come with this project. And I have never come across a song or album that you've done that I did not love. So I know this will be mm. no different. <laughs> so excited. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> and thank you for uh, providing a platform where people can give their nuggets and their breadcrumbs along their journey. Mm-hmm. I know anybody listening to this and listening to what you do and listen to your your guests, they're going to learn something. You feel Absolutely. me? They're going to take it in. They're going to feel good. They're going to relate to stories, but also leave with wisdom and nuggets and directions and directives, you know? So mm-hmm. this is like a, a very beautiful 
mantle and journey you've taken up. I know, I know it's, it's making waves. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for being mm-hmm. among those who are sharing the wisdom. So mm. <laughs> respect, yes. respect. All right. Well, I will hopefully see you all soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you soon. All right. <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to my spiritual friends from Worthy Well. If you enjoyed the conversation, be sure to leave a review and hit the follow button to be notified about new episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at Shelby Renee Giles. And to keep up with Worthy Well, join the list at worthywell.co. Until next time.